Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another thrilling edition of You Wouldn't Get It. Connor McPartland alongside Young Brother and co-host Aiden McPartland. Say hi to the people, Aiden. Hello. Uh, Aiden, we are sitting here. It is January 3rd, right? Yeah, it's I the third. So. It's the third. Um, we're at the beginning of a new year, and we thought we would share some of our most anticipated films of 2024. Um, now, going into this year, I think there's a lot of concern that a lot of people have. We just came off of probably the best movie year in post-COVID, at least. Definitely in post-COVID. Um, the box office hit $9 billion worldwide. That is the first time since 2019 that that happened. But, of course, we had um, two dueling strikes that basically shut Hollywood down mm-hmm. for six months. and so there, Hollywood was in a weird place. It was. It was It was an odd place. It was weird to say that it was. there were a lot of wins for Hollywood this mm-hmm. year in 2023. Despite the fact that there were massive, massive losses. Hollywood yeah. lost last year yes. but it also might have won yeah and i think a lot of people are concerned about how the shutdown is going to affect the movie release schedule specifically um these a lot of these productions are just now restarting um at the beginning of this because lord knows hollywood takes a super long holiday break mm-hmm. um so i think there's some concern now that being said i simply googled like most anticipated 2024 films or just films in general. And I got to say, I found some some pretty good ones that I'm excited for. There's some very interesting ones that I could have sworn were going to come out in 2023, but because of the strikes had to be delayed so much. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, we... That's I, like its own subcategory of movies that were supposed to come out last year, but didn't. Well, do you want to talk about those now? Because I did not put any of those movies on my list. Uh, to my knowledge, I don't think I did. Yeah. I didn't put the big two on there. I know that. Yeah. So, well, what are the big two? The big two being uh, Dune Part 2 and yeah. Challengers. Yes. Now, I'm looking forward to both of those films. Obviously. I mean, how can you not be? Yes. Um, Challengers... Uh, the new Luca Guadagnino movie starring Zendaya, where she plays a rising tennis star that basically gets involved in a thruple. Like, yes, sign me up, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But this movie had its trailer come out, and I want to say July. It was supposed to come out in September, and then when the actor strike happened, they decided to delay it into next year, which for all of the excuses I heard about actors not being able to promote the movies... I personally always wonder how much that actually affects um, the movie itself. I think in the case of Challengers, it was very true because you do need Zendaya out promoting that movie. She needs a press tour. Yeah. Same thing with the, with Dune part two. Like these people, like, yeah, it'll probably make money, but it'll, it'll be so much more helpful with all of these celebrities. Yeah. Although I, I do wonder, I think Dune, probably would have put a final like nail in the 2023 coffin that made it a successful box office year I yeah i kind of needed that joke uh joel i guess timothy chalamet did it anyway with wonka because wonka like cleaned up the box office the last few weeks of the year mm-hmm. um but there are a couple of movies like that that we knew were supposed to come out in 2023 we maybe even saw the trailers for them um and just because I don't know, maybe because I already got like a small taste of it or some of these movies even screened at festivals. So we have like, yeah, we critical analysis. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't put, but maybe we can go over some of those um, 
during our honorable mentions. We each have mm-hmm. six movies that we're going to talk about. Um, we don't have them in any particular order, right? I, I don't. Okay, no. yeah. So why don't you uh, go ahead with your first movie? Uh, my first movie was Drive Away Dolls. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, I... I've seen the trailer like so many times. It's a really good trailer. It is an it is a really unbelievable trailer. It, it was a movie I didn't fully know was happening, mm-hmm. but you get Ethan Cohen yep. doing his first solo movie, yeah, and you get this interesting of a concept with yeah. a very interesting cast, yeah, full of people that I just adore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is one going back to what I was saying before. Like, so the stars uh, Margaret Qualley and Geraldine Biswanathan, two huge stars for you and me, but like mm-hmm. not necessarily known to the average Joe and Jane of the world. How, presumably, it got pushed. I think probably because the studio just knew that it wasn't going to have that much in twenty twenty four. Would it really have made a difference if Margaret Qualley and Geraldine Biswanathan like actually promoted? Would you have seen yeah. that much of an uptick in the box office? I mean, it is a very um, modern idea for a movie. It's basically about these two um, best friends who are lesbians. They decide to take a road trip. They rent a car. They find a briefcase in the back of the car, and a lot of uh, bad people want that briefcase. Mm -hmm. Um, In addition to those two, it's Beanie Feldstein, it's Coleman Domingo, it's Bill Camp, Pedro Pascal, and uh, Matt Damon. Yeah. So it's a pretty stacked cast. It's a very stacked cast. You can definitely tell that it's going to be a lot of celebrities coming in for two seconds. Yeah, it does not seem like... um, like I wonder how much airtime Matt Damon actually has in this movie. Let me tell you though, I, Margot Qualley seems like she's on one in this oh, trailer she looks alone. So fun, yeah. She looks so great. She looks like she's having the time of her life. Um, that's a really good one. I'm definitely I'm I'm really excited for that one. Um, my first movie is called Echo Valley. It is about a woman played by Julianne Moore, who is dealing with some sort of personal tragedy that has basically caused her to isolate herself from the world and live on this small um, ranch. And then one day, her daughter knocks on her doorstep, her daughter played by Sydney Sweeney. She's trembling and covered in somebody else's blood. And a mystery thriller uh, goes on from there. Donald Gleason is also in this movie. It's directed by a guy named Michael Pierce, who's made a couple movies before. He made a 2017 movie called Beast with a young Jesse Buckley, and then a movie in 2022, I want to say, called Encounter uh, with Riz Ahmed, a sci-fi movie that was not well-received. But it's written by Brad Inglesby, who is a longtime screenwriter, creator of Mayor Beasttown, writers of such movies as Killing Them Softly, and out of the furnace. Oh no, with a lot of these, you're just kind of basing it off of the oh, one, one sentence. sentence. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great one sentence it is. description. Yeah. I believe this is um, an original story too. Uh, it does not have a hard release date, but they did get it in right before the actor strike started. So it is in post production. It's going to be released by Apple when it does come out. Um, everyone goes a lo- loves a good uh, one sentence plot description. Absolutely, that's a lot of mine. It's just mm-hmm. like one sentence and cast is basically uh, mine. Um, so why don't you go ahead with your next one? Uh, my next one is something. It's a movie that I still don't really know much about, but Mickey Seventeen I think is just always going to be uh, on the short list for me. Yep. 
Bong Joon-ho's next movie with Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Seems like he's going into more of a sci-fi, sci-fi world, kind of going back to almost uh, Snowpiercer in yep. a way. It's it's his first movie since Parasite. Yeah. So naturally, it's just kind of like, I, w- I need to know what this dude is going to do next. It will have been five years mm-hmm. since Parasite. Uh, since Parasite absolutely cleaned up at the Oscars. Since, I mean, he really became known to an American audience. He was already considered one of the best directors of his generation. Mm-hmm. It's just that all of his movies were like, had not broken through in the United States no. in that way, except yeah. for Snowpiercer, to your point. But that's an entirely American cast. You have Chris Evans, a big American movie star at the yeah. center of that movie. So, yeah, I'm just naturally very excited for it yeah and the supporting cast too steven yun yes mark ruffalo tony collette i believe has a role in this um it's from warner brothers they gave him a big budget for this movie they sort of gave him a blank check um it's gonna be really interesting to see what he does with that mm-hmm. this movie did do one thing that annoyed me where it released a it's, teaser it's trailer teaser trailer a year before it yeah. actually is gonna release yep don't worry darling did this too where they released their teaser trailer and then it's like all right, in one year, you can see the rest of the movie. And it's like, well, it looks like it's done. So why don't yeah. you just show me it now? Like, I, I get that these studios need to have certain release dates, but give give me that that now because I'm desperate to yeah. see it. Inject yeah. this into my veins as quickly as possible. Do you think it's going to be like a big, I mean, obviously nobody knows the plot of this movie yet, but do you think it could be a box I think it success? could be a big box office thing because you get all the people who just love Robert Pattinson and all Mm -hmm. these actors in it and also you get the film lovers being like Bong Joon-ho's next movie and even then I think it's going to still be a conversation like I feel like most people know what Parasite is it was so well loved and watched because a lot of Americans watched it absolutely yeah it's, so I think it's always just as soon as like the full trailer comes out, I definitely think there's going to be a conversation of like, oh, Bong Joon Ho's next movie. Like this is a thing. Yeah. I do. I do believe that it will be very successful in that. I think it could do like what is success. I don't know, but like depending on how long the movie is, it could it it could do really well at the box office for sure. Um, my next movie is called Holland, Michigan. It's directed by a woman ma- named uh, Mimi Cave, who directed a movie I really, really liked in 2022 called Fresh. I believe you saw that. I, uh, yes, I, I did thoroughly enjoy Fresh. Yeah. Um, just a classic, like almost like gothic fairy tale. Um, a twist on a romantic comedy premise Mm -hmm. yeah um here this movie is about a woman who suspects her husband is cheating and so she enters into an affair of her own uh before learning her husband's what he's actually doing is much darker um and he has a few secrets um the the cast of this movie is pretty incredible it's nicole kidman who i believe plays the protagonist uh matthew mcfadden who i believe plays her husband um you know, Tom from, from Succession, mm-hmm. uh, Gail Garcia Bernal, and our Lord and Savior, Rachel Sennett. Heck yeah. That's, that is a pretty, pretty incredible cast. So I'm very in on that alone. And I, when I first heard the description, I thought, oh, this is like kind of like closer. This is going to be like a, a messy 
four person like mm -hmm. love square uh but with mimi cave i can only assume that there's gonna there's be gonna something be some darker weird twist yeah in the midst of it there's... maybe we're gonna get the title sequence uh half an hour into the movie yeah which is something fresh does really really yeah. well spoiler alerts for fresh but not really mm -hmm. a spoiler alert the movie came out like three years ago so it did it's also not like important to the plot it's just a cool thing it's that you and i nerd cool. out about the yeah the title sequence it is happens. one of those things though that i want to talk about but also like i don't want to spoil it for people fresh or it's just one of those specific things yeah like i yeah. like whenever i think of a needle drop in something i'm always oh, like oh yeah. there's such a good needle drop in here but i can't tell you what it is because it's so good when it's a surprise it really is is that just a nerdy thing for you and me or have you noticed that other people actually care about that i don't think anybody else cares about yeah. that yeah so there you go that's that's how nerdy you and i are yeah um yeah what's your next movie uh, my next movie is uh, another one that is an incredible one-sentence pitch. Mm -hmm. uh, it is Death of a Unicorn. It follows Paul Rudd and uh, Jenny Ortega as a father and daughter who kill a unicorn. And in this world, killing a unicorn is illegal. <laughs> Which, yeah. It's an A24 movie. And that's, all, that's really all I need, yeah. personally. I just need something so almost ridiculous like that and i need at least two actors who i never thought we were ever going to get paired up together and paul rudd and jenna ortega two people who i very enjoy mm -hmm. in in movie culture yep i really enjoy their movies and i'm just so ecstatic to see this because this is one of like the first things post marvel i've seen paul i would have seen paul rudd do yeah for sure i when we initially ranked these i had this at number two on my list mm -hmm. so i'll just pick one of my honorable mentions to talk about instead but yeah this is also did you know the supporting cast also includes will poulter yes um, I did. and uh anthony kerrigan mm -hmm. uh noho hang <laughs> from barry is also in this movie this was w just something that they got the um the waiver a24 got the waiver to do shoot during uh the actor strike uh, yeah and i think that's primarily how they got jenna ortega to do it because she's locked into so many other projects i i really hope that this is the first like comedy performance we've seen from her mm -hmm. um because she hosted a pretty incredible episode of SNL last year that I think got a lot of attention, kind of proving that she can be a comedic yeah. performer. And you're right about Paul Rudd. This is the first non-Ant-Man thing he's done in quite a bit. I mean, I guess he was in the most recent season of Only Murders, but that was in a supporting role. Um, he had that Apple show that nobody Yeah, really with Will watched. Ferrell. Yeah, The Shrink Next Door. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this. This is just an all-time great one's elevator pitch you know mm -hmm. a 30 second elevator yes. pitch um my next movie is called on swift horses it is about um the marriage of a young couple played by daisy egger jones and hey will poulter um and their marriage is an upended when the husband's brother stays for a visit the husband's brother is played by jacob Alordi. Mm. and some some scandalous things go from there Diego Calva is also in this movie his first big role post Babylon mm -hmm. um it's directed by uh Daniel Minhan who is a really good tv director has directed a lot of Ryan Murphy shows um just a, a number of projects over the years this is feature film debut I believe 
And again, this is just one like you give me that cast. Yeah. I just want to see this trio for two hours. Yes. That's all. I mean, I can just imagine. I can only just imagine like what scenes we're going to get. Yeah. I, I, if we were to make predictions, by the way, for who we think is going to like break big in 2024, I do have Daisy Edgar Jones on here because Mm. I, I don't know if you have twisters on your list or not. I do not. Yeah. But that, is, that was on like but, my short list. Yeah. She's starring in that. And then she'll have this movie. I mean, she's had a very successful post normal people career. It just hasn't necessarily been as flashy as Paul Meskel's. But like she led Where the Crawdad Sings. And that movie actually was a huge box it was, office it was success. Very successful. In the COVID era. You didn't watch that, right? I did not watch it. No. No. no I did not watch that. I did watch Fresh, which I absolutely loved her in. Mm-hmm. She was in Under the Banner of Heaven. So she's she's done a couple things, but I think these are gonna be two more she high hasn't, profile. Yeah, she hasn't had like that year. Like Paul Mescal yeah. last year had the year. And I also think she's doing more she did more commercial stuff and these are two entries in prestige which paul meskel just went the other way and he did all of his prestige stuff first and then he decided to start in the new gladiator movie so i i would predict that she might become a bigger name do you have gladiator 2 on there i don't but i haven't seen the original gladiator um they also uh I had to replace Barry Keoghan as the villain in it, which, which brings it down a little bit. It's so disappointing. I it it is really disappointing. I don't know specifically what movie he did instead to to not shoot that. Also, like they had like two days of shooting left before the actor strike shut them down, and then they had to shut down for four months. I'm very curious to see like when you have to shoot shut down for that long. Yeah. Like what's the what's the difference in product? So, um, why don't you go ahead with your next movie? Uh, my next one is a movie where the trailer already came out, and I, I, it's just like, yeah, can you just give me this? And it is Civil War, Alex Garland's yeah. uh, upcoming movie with Kirsten Dunst. It just, it's it, it, okay. It's a movie about America in a civil war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as the title can yep. suggest, it is. A movie where as soon as I heard Alex Garland was making that, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that he has done has been something that has provoked more conversation and is much more than what it is on like a surface level. Annihilation. Mm-hmm. I still don't entirely know what he's trying to say Neither. during that, but he's Neither. definitely trying to say something. I know that final scene with Natalie Portman. I know that means something. I just don't know what it means. It. It could mean anything. Yeah. Ex Machina was saying a lot of things. Yep. About devs. Devs. Devs was saying a lot. I think men was saying a lot. Maybe too much for Maybe people. Maybe a little too much. And I do think it's going to be interesting to see him go... Because it definitely seemed like men was a little bit more of like a smaller mm-hmm. movie. And was more focused on... It was less focused on like ideas. Yeah, that was... Or maybe it was too focused on one idea. Maybe it was. I I haven't seen that movie, so I can't judge it on that. But I do know that that was a lot of the criticism around the movie. I mean, this is sort of going back to... He's always had big budgets with his movies before. They've always been... And even if they're not big, he makes them feel huge. Like Ex Machina didn't have that big of a budget, Mm -hmm. but he made it look like a Stanley Kubrick movie. 
and yeah. ended up winning like an Oscar for visual effects. This is perhaps A24's probably first entry into their bigger budget stuff, which mm-hmm. they were threatening or rumors were circulating at the end of 2023 that they were going to start doing that more. I think they're really going to be pushing this movie, hoping that it's a, more of a commercial fare. Yes. Um, Especially post Bo is Afraid. Like, yes. I think they kind of need this to right. hit. Well, that was the whole thing is that they were doing this because they spent $100 million on a movie that only made like $7 million worldwide in the Joaquin Phoenix starring mm-hmm. Bo is Afraid. Um, Kelly Spaney also in this, who we just saw yeah. on Priscilla. Uh, Jesse Plemons, although I don't, I can't tell if he's only I in think one he's scene. I think one scene. Yeah. Which makes me also just super excited. Weird that they put it in the trailer if he would only be in one scene. Yeah. That they and then Nick Offerman plays the president as well, which is reuniting with him. Every single role Nick Offerman has ever done, I've just been like, Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. And he is, he's threatened that this might be the last movie that he directs, that he might just want to focus more on writing. He was a very successful novelist before he oh, became yeah, a he wrote, like, screenwriter. Yeah. Um, what was that? Uh, yeah, he he wrote a couple different uh, novels before this, so this might be the last movie that we see him actually uh, direct. If it is, if it so far, it seems like if it is that like it's a great send off. He's going out big, and he's he's going out the biggest yeah. way he possibly can. Yeah, in talking directly to America, like we need to fix this. Yeah. Um. My next movie is called His Three Daughters. I believe this premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival and then was later acquired by Netflix. Um, It's a very simple premise. Uh, Three sisters reunite to help their ailing father. The three sisters in question are played by our girl, Carrie Coon, Natasha Lyonne, and Elizabeth Olsen. (laughs) Come on. So... Come on, dude. When I saw the image for this movie when they released the slate at TIFF, I was shocked that i did not know that this was a thing i don't know if they like i I psychotically check like deadline and variety like every five seconds instead of like scrolling through an instagram feed that's my version of an instagram feed i can't believe that i didn't know this thing was happening it's directed by a guy named azeel jacobs who's directed a lot of small indie movies with similar premises like this i'm also always in for a strange people, uh, I love. That. I'm always. In I it. love that. That's its own subgenre. It is. If it's siblings, I love it. I love the savages. If it's friends, I love it. I love the big chill. Those are two of my favorites. It always works for me. You just need three people, at least three people in a room who have not seen each other in a while. Yep. And you just need them talking, and you put them in like this kind of situation too, where oh man, the drama. Yeah. Oh, the drama. And I am excited that this is coming to Netflix because I just know that this would be a movie that would play in uh, like seven theaters in New York (laughs) for like 10 weeks. And then I can't see it until they put it up for $20 on Amazon uh, in like November. So um, it is in that three, those three. Yeah. Three powerhouse performers i you probably didn't see this but um carrie coon recently tweeted a picture of a stack of uh, a very large stack of blu-rays and she's like here's all the physical media me and my husband both watched and bought in 2023 and it was just (laughs) the coolest thing ever yeah um why don't you go ahead with your next one how many more do we have um i believe this is i believe we have two more two 
Oh well, you might only have one more because no, 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 no. I got, I, I got, I got two. Why are you making me count on the podcast? You're making me sound like a dummy. That I, I just count. didn't remember. My bad. Uh, you this, have them numbered. Uh, you wouldn't see the numbers right next. My to next one okay. is a movie. Once again, don't know pretty much anything about it. We got one image, but you put Kristen Stewart. And Steven Yun, yeah, in a movie, and pretty much all that's been said about it is a satellite falls in love with a buoy. Yep, I am in, and this movie is called Love Me. Yep, it was originally titled Love Story, and then it got changed. But I isn't this an A twenty four movie? I don't know if it is. I know it's premiering at Sundance, um, so maybe it doesn't even have a distributor yet, and maybe it's looking for uh, to be acquired there. I have to assume that a 24 would be in contention be, for it, it. They are probably highly, yeah, highly is, looking forward to trying to buy it. Two of their favorite people. And this mm-hmm. is a premise that seemingly they would go along with. Yeah. This has been teased for a really long time. Um, I think she like Kristen Stewart just like casually dropped it when she was doing press for like Spencer in yeah. 2021. It was, it's been so long yeah. and it's always just kind of been in the back of my mind. Uh, just, of pure curiosity once again i pretty much know nothing about this movie nobody could really be garbage does. i yeah. don't know i'll see the trailer maybe and be like eh, that doesn't look too good i wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's like just like the two of them in a room together talking if yeah. it's like a very small like one set thing because there's no other cast that's revealed on imdb when you look it up it's just it's just stephen young and kristen stewart but they are literally like two of the 10 biggest A-list actors that we have working in Hollywood right now. two of, like, the best actors yeah. working right now. Yeah, so you pair them together. I mean, you have a pretty good concept there. It's just, you always put Stephen Ewan in yeah. with anybody, and I'm just so excited. Yeah. Um, My next movie is, well, here, I'll do... I'll do one uh, so we're not repeating Death of a Unicorn. Um, I'll do Anora, which is the new um, Sean Baker movie that mm. he made. Um, it stars Mikey Madison, who a lot of people might know for, as the oldest daughter from Better Things. She was also in um, the Scream 6, um, or no, sorry, the, the fifth Scream movie. Um, she also had her face torched off by Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> yep. um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, not much is known about this movie, except it's a romance that he shot in Brooklyn. Um, Sean Baker, I don't think, has ever shot anything in New York before. <laughs> he is a Los Angeles guy, yes. first and foremost. Yeah, he loves anywhere hot. Yes. Florida or yep. or, or California. California. Those have been his two typical locations. So um, little is known about this movie except in classic Sean Baker fashion. I think he shot it in like 10 days. Mm-hmm. So um, He's one of the few, few directors where like you hear his name attached to it. And it's already going to get award nominations. Yeah. At least in, in terms of like the indie circuit. It's yeah. Probably going to sweep the Independent Spirit Awards. That's my 2020. That's my 2024 <laughs> prediction. 2025 prediction. 2025 prediction. Yeah, my there man. you go. In, in the head of the game. Yeah. I mean, he always gets people like everybody was like Simon Rex should definitely be nominated for Red Rocket. And mm-hmm. he did not. But he's he able won to everywhere just get else. These, he's able to get these performances out of people that are just unbelievable which i would be excited for because i've always really like mike madison is really really good on uh better things i've always um she just hasn't done that much outside of the very small she's very like um 
Alexa Demi to me, where I it's you know nothing about her. I know and she's absolutely a, she's nothing an about her. Yeah, she's an enigma. I know absolutely nothing about her. She rarely does an interview. I don't. She might not even be a real person for all I know. Um, but yeah, what's what's your uh, final movie? My final movie. Uh, I actually might think this is my most anticipated movie. Mm-hmm. Love lies bleeding. Oh yes, another Kristen yes. Stewart movie. Mm-hmm. She might. Exactly. Who knows? Maybe she might own the year. For all we know. Yeah, but she's already, I mean, she's already, so I just brought up Daisy Edgar Jones as somebody who hadn't really, like, been solidified who had yet. Been, who hadn't broken. Yeah, broken but out. she might, yeah, she very well could um, dominate the year. Uh, the trailer for this movie came out, and I still kind of am not sure what it is. Kristen Stewart starts, sort of, uh, uh, starts a relationship with somebody, but her family is... Uh, Less than ideal, yes. I guess you could say. So this is directed by Rose Glass, who Rose directed Glass. an A twenty four movie that you and I really loved called Saint Maud. That sort of came out in twenty twenty one, kind of got the, lost in yeah, the pandemic. One of the biggest question mark movies, yes. I think of the last few years. It was also seemingly a very small budget, and I think she got a bigger budget with this movie. Um, she also got a lot of big talent. You mentioned Stewart at Harris. Um, Dave Franco is also in this movie. Um, so a couple big names to it. But it just looks like so different from Saint Maud in it terms does, of yeah. the style that she's doing and just like the vibe of it all, because Saint Maud probably could have taken place in the sixteen hundreds. This had to have taken place in the eighties. It feels like it's the eighties. Definitely, for sure. And Saint Maud is present day, but feels like it yeah. is the sixteen hundreds. Yeah. And this this just feels like it is straightforward eighties or whatever decade it might be set in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also it just seems like it's gonna have this the feeling of like the last 40 minutes of Goodfellas where you're just coming down off of cocaine. That's a good way to describe it. I mean, the trailer certainly makes it seem that way. I believe this is also premiering at Sundance. She's going to have two pretty big movies. Kristen Stewart um, premiere there. And then it does have, it's coming out like two weeks after it premieres at Sundance, which um, I'm definitely a fan of. I hope Mm -hmm. to see it. Uh, my final film is also uh, an A24 project from a very established director. It's called uh, Mother Mary. It's directed by David Lowry, who's directed um, A Ghost Story, The Green Knight, a lot of big A24 movies. Um, it is a pop epic that follows a famous musician played by Anne Hathaway and her fashion designer played by Michaela Cole. Um, <laughs> That's once again. Just give me those two people. This, I think, is what we all wanted the idol to be. I'm just yeah. based off the premise. I'm assuming pop epic. I'm assuming that that's sort of um, going to be the case here. Also, uh, Hunter Schaefer is in this movie. Kaya Gerber, shout out to her sister, um, <laughs> has a r- rumored to have a role in this. So I'm I'm very very excited uh, for this. Yeah, it. I, 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 it's just sounds so good. The first big role for Michaela Cole post I May Destroy You. Post one of the greatest um, TV shows of all time. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, I guess she was in the Black Panther sequel, but I've heard that they gave her very little to do mm-hmm. in that. So I'm very curious to see if she does something different from the character that she plays. Obviously, I May Destroy You was so personal to her, um, but also just the fact that she's able to lead an A24 movie is just... That's, that, that is yeah, very, just, very cool. It's just really cool to see. 
Um, did you have any honorable mentions that you wanted to throw out? Um, I really only had two. Uh, there was this new Adam Sandler movie coming out called Spaceman. Yeah, on Netflix. Uh, it's him and Paul Dano and Harry Mulligan as well. Harry Mulligan. He's just kind of lost in space. And me and you were talking about it mm-hmm. the other day. He's yeah. one of the only people where like he it just gets so exciting when he announces a new project. Yeah, you get so excited, but people also are equally there for his dramatic movies as they are his comedy movies um just because i think you brought up like it's so cool uh people think it's so cool when they see him do a dramatic role like that and the ability to do that and i do hope that this is more like uncut gems Mm -hmm. um than maybe it is like you know hustle or something like that i haven't seen hustle so i shouldn't downgrade it but yeah he got a sag nomination he did that's true he did um but that that looks really good that if yeah uh also because he's a because he's uh, sorry to cut you off but he's just he's a really good actor and he's unbelievable now is finally at that point where he gets to show it off yeah i think we're now past like the adam sandler is a joke yeah the early the early 2010s were like that and what movie do you think it was was it meyerwitz story or uncut gems I mean, Uncut Gems was the big one, but I think Myra's story is when people saw that and saw that he was going with Noah Baumbach. A lot of people were like, this does not feel like a performance in Myra's stories. And it was the culmination of all the terrible Netflix movies he had made before then, too. It felt like he was building up to this. Like, he was kind of like, yeah, I was just doing those movies for a paycheck so I could Mm -hmm. do this movie. But Uncut Gems was a huge financial success for A24. Like, it was was a moment. It was a thing. Oh, it was unbelievable how Um, many people were talking about it. Even at my school, people were talking about it. And I think now, I think he really has changed the type of projects that he likes. Like, I even watched You Are So Not Invited to My Bar Mitzvah, which, um, he made last in 2023 and his two daughters starred in and it's a it's a comedy but it was not near i i actually kind of enjoyed it it's way too long but it's not nearly as like dumb as his previous comedy movies i mean they replaced rob schneider with sarah sherman as the the rabbi oh, okay. which was so clearly like rob schneider would have played this yeah 20 years before so you go you you do pretty well with stuff like that yeah. uh i also found out that they the a Amy Winehouse movie, yeah, is coming uh, out. Back in Black ba- or back, back to, to Black? Black, back to Black. Back in Black is the ACDC, ACDC album. Yeah, album. Yeah. Wrong, wrong person. Um. So yeah, I'm 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 interested in it. I'm kind of not shocked that they're doing uh, an Amy Winehouse movie right now. Yeah, but also I kind of am shocked. By it's it. been how many years since she passed? 12 did she pass in 2012 yeah, i think around 12 12 yeah. or 13 yeah i was so still fresh it is it is still kind of like a uh we're still at that point where we're like talking about how big of a loss it was yeah i mean they just made a like freddie mercury biopic like how many years after he passed or like elvis too you know just most recently yeah it stars uh and i I can't remember the actress's name but i know she's in the hbo max show industry um or i guess it's just hbo show industry i also believe our boy jack o'connell is in this i think he has some role in this as well i don't know i when i first read it i was like oh, this just might be like that Whitney Houston movie that it, nobody yes, saw. Yes, it could entirely well be that. But yeah. I, I just had to put it on here 
yeah. simply because I, I'm very fascinated in it. And I have one more. Mm-hmm. I'm not at all excited for this. But actually, this might start a conversation. So you go first, and then I'll say the last one. Um, Trey Edward Schultz has a new film out. Um, his first since Waves in 2019. Oh, uh, set I to star about this. Uh, Barry Keoghan. Is it Barry Keoghan or Barry Keegan? Do you know? I think it's Barry Keoghan. Because I was just listening to a podcast earlier today, and they kept saying Barry Keegan. And I was like, I think you're there's missing an, an o. o there. There's an O in there. Yeah, That's I think why I think it's Bar- Keoghan. Uh, Barry Keoghan and Jenna Ortega. The one thing that concerns me about this movie is that it was co-written by and uh, co-stars The Weeknd. Um, I just don't think that there was mm. enough time in between the uh, idol, which is probably one of the biggest disasters in television <laughs> history. Yep. Um, after this movie, that concerns me a little bit, but I have faith that um, the in Trey Edward Schultz and then Barry Keoghan and Jenna Ortega. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know if that's an A24 movie or not. I do know it's going to come out. Kinds of Kindness, the new Yorgos Lanthimos movie with uh, Emma Stone, Jesse Plemons, yeah. Margaret Qualley. Um, I believe this is like an anthology film, French Dispatch style. I think he shot three like shorts and are putting them together into one movie instead of doing what Wes Anderson did last year and just releasing a bunch of shorts on Netflix. Um David McKenzie, the director of Hell or High Water, has a new movie called Relay starring Riz Ahmed, where he plays like a fixer that's in charge of protecting a high profile woman played by Lily James. Mm. Very interested in that. Yeah. Love Hell or High Water. Um, Megan Park, who directed this really good movie a couple years ago called The Fallout starring Jenna Ortega. She has a new movie um, called My Old Ass, which is premiering at uh, Sundance, and it's Aubrey Plaza and Maddie Ziegler. Um, she got a really, really great performance out of Maddie Ziegler in The Fallout. So excited to see that one. And uh, Robert Eggers is making a Nosferatu movie. That that felt very obvious to yeah. put in. Yes. So that's why I didn't. But of course, naturally, I heard that he created a whole new filter. I, that does not surprise me at all. I think they, I think they like Bo's Afraid style, just threw as much money as he wanted mm-hmm. um, here. And I... I'm I'm very curious. Uh, I I do not blame Lily Rose Depp for the idol at all, and I kind of no. think anybody who does is BS. It's no, seems... it's not. She I watched the first episode. She's actually really good. Yeah, in that episode, the opening shot is like pretty much her being like, "I'm I'm Lily Rose Depp." I think she signed up for an Amy Simon show and couldn't get out of her contract. From everything I've read, it seems like the weekend was kind of, and Sam Levinson to a certain degree was responsible for that show. But yeah. I uh, hopefully this is the type of performance that anybody who does think that she had any involvement in the destruction of that show sort of changes their minds afterwards. Yeah. So I just want to quickly mention of like Hollywood is a confusing beast. It is a monster that consumes all and destroys everything. So, t-shirt, Aiden McPartland. Why the hell did they give Kevin Costner so much money yes. to make two westerns that nobody is going to watch? I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, this is, what studio did this? Was this Warner Brothers? Either Warner Brothers or Paramount. So they, 
yeah, they basically, this was the thing that led to the fallout of Yellowstone and him basically quitting Yellowstone is because he wanted to focus on what he hopes is actually a trilogy. He hopes to make another movie. Oh, a trilogy. He hopes to make another movie after this. But wow. he shot two movies back to back, two Westerns, and the studio, I believe it is Warner Brothers, is going to release them within like three months of each other. We're actually seeing Zack Snyder do this right now with the Rebel Moon movies, and it is. It is failing. It is bombing hard yeah that is so far the most critically panned movie of the year and that's at going on netflix like these are going to go in movie theaters and i i completely agree with you i I don't don't, know know. who in the world this is made for well i think it's for the over 60 demographic or maybe over 55 demographic that views kevin costner as as the big a-lister um but yeah, you're right. I, I imagine that both of these movies are going to be like two hours and 25 minutes. They're going to be so long. It's, and I don't. Yeah. I, like, I'm not going to watch it. Nobody under the age of 60 is going to watch this. Also, are we sure that Kevin Costner has the great track record as a director? Like Underworld was a or what, what was that? Waterworld. Thank you. was was a, a huge bomb. bomb yeah. Historic one. I don't think anybody really talks about Dances with Wolves anymore, even though he did win the Oscar. People for that. only talk about it because it beat Goodfellas. Yeah. That's the only reason why people are still talking about it. Ella Hunt is in this movie. Who's an actress that I've really, really liked. Um, she was in like Dickinson and uh, Anna and the Apocalypse, if you remember that movie oh, that we watched. Yeah. I do really like her. I hope that this is a big break for her, but. I can't imagine that this is going to be a huge success. You're right. I don't know why they threw uh, a bunch of money towards his way. The idea, like, I think a lot of it goes to, like, the idea of the Western is almost dead right now. Yeah. Which is why, like, I guess Yellowstone was was as successful as it was because it was a modern Western. It took place in modern day and also just kind of looked like a Western. I I mean that but that was a huge part of the success of Yellowstone, which mm-hmm. is TV's number one show, is because of Kevin Costner. Is because he, it, that's how that show got made. That launched Cheryl Sheridan's career. Um, also, reportedly, that was one of the reasons why he was very upset being on the show because it was more of an ensemble piece than he would have wanted. Yeah, um, does not seem like he's a very easy actor to work with. That he Kevin just Costner. seems like somebody who was the biggest movie star in the world in the late 80s, early 90s, and hasn't fully caught up with the fact that the movies have changed 180 degrees. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Well, I, I, I don't know that I'll see. I don't know if I'll actually watch either one of these movies, but... Or um, either three of these movies, if you're correct in that it's going to be a trilogy. I believe he does want to. I think he's going to, I think he's like James Cameron. It was like, I'm going to make three or four of these within the span of seven years. Um, I, before we go, point blank, do you think it's going to be a good movie year? Yes or no? I think so. I think so. Because these are just the movies that, like, have big names attached to it. Yeah. And they already seem very, very interesting. Most of the ones that we've said have like trailers to them, have first images to them. So we know a little bit about them, but look at like the best movies of 2023. Like I didn't know past lives was gonna. Yeah. Was gonna be as big as it was. Yeah. How to blow up a pipeline. Like there's plenty Mm -hmm. of movies that come out every year that we absolutely love. Shiva baby. We had no idea about that movie. So yeah, you just, you just never know when it comes to this stuff. I'm very curious how, you know, the, the, 
viewing of franchises changed so much last year that I'm wondering if that carries over into this year or not mm-hmm. and um, what that means for the future of the industry. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, we hope to do a lot more. This was our resolution, do a lot more of these episodes mm-hmm. for 2024. Uh, so we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.